Transform you in the I hate a storm Hell Mary's I make it poor Good I ain't lying You little giants We been defying Rice What's the cost? Speed of balls Breaking down the walls We all lean Once the coin guitars Got the pound of action Never acting No need to scramble To get traction We make it happen From three fours to four three The founder of Slapdick Podcast Slapdick uh, Whiskey Slapdick Cigars And the author of uh, Hate Me Now Love Me Later Ladies and gentlemen Coach Jason Brown Straight No chaser Real raw and uncut Coach Every time you come on I laugh I learn something And then I fear That somebody's gonna be incredibly pissed off with what you said all around hustlers make no mistakes about it i've done this a long time try to eliminate this soft society we have there's legend hey me now love me later like my book says this was presented by slapdick whiskey hey Hell yeah hey, slapdick yeah. whiskey's good so are the stogies some real thought real good flavor on these things and the burn is excellent beautiful burn okay Flat thick whiskey, flat thick cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slap Dick Podcast. What up, what up? Real Coach JB. What's up? Bill Belichick looking hoodie cracking right here on YouTube. Make sure uh you can see my little Bill Belichick on. I got my little short sleeve hoodies in. We're just checking them out. Great feel, man. Great material. Obviously, this is uh, this is uh, some really good equi- uh, equipment. So, merchandise. Don't trip. This is a Bilicek for real right here. I had to try it out, man. Wearing the hoodie on on YouTube. Just fucking around. Anyway, man, we're here for Talk That Talk Tuesday on this uh, 15th of February. Day after... Uh, Valentine's Day. YouTube not giving alerts again, huh? I don't know what's up with YouTube, man, and them alerts. Make sure you hit the bell notification and uh, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today of the Slapdick Podcast. Um, I don't know why, man. Probably because I didn't, uh, I don't know. Should have did it. Um, But, uh. Anyone, everyone out there listening uh, on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, welcome to the Talk That Talk Tuesday. Um, appreciate everybody coming on in, getting it cracking on this fine Tuesday. I had to. Cook. I got down last night by myself, solo, no lady, no women, just my dogs. I cooked it up. You guys all saw on social media uh, a little steak, a little. Uh, some some pineapple shrimp, little Cajun pineapple shrimp, some uh, scallops, corn on the cob. Everything came out immaculate, just so you know. I'm going to pat myself on the back and shit. Um, just got the notification. It's like five minutes delayed. So that's what uh, Brad said. So maybe people are getting it now. I don't know why that is. Um, it's kind of fucked up. Um but we're here for Talk That Talk, man. Uh, Tuesday, uh, this this uh, this slapdick podcast, Talk That Talk Tuesday, is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. So, obviously, football is over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, play performance props to where the next coach fired will land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head on over to the website, 
mobile device, sign up today, get your 50% off welcome bonus using the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just basketball, Bet Online is your source for hockey, um, boxing, UFC odds, Olympic coverage, everything from the best in the business. Sports right down to your favorite Vegas casinos. Bet Online is the number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Go tell them the main slapdick sent you. Get your 50% off. Welcome bonus. Don't be a slapdick. Hey, we're here on we're here on this fine Tuesday, man. Uh, Josh in the house. Devo, what up? Savage says I should make an OnlyFans. Man, the only problem is, dog, I don't, you know, real G's don't wear titty and tongue rings. So I couldn't fuck with no OnlyFans or whatever the fuck that shit is. And I definitely ain't wearing no G string, so I don't know what the fuck. And I don't wear pinky toe rings, so I don't know where the fuck I would ever um, do that. Patrick said Mina Kimes blocked him on Twitter today, and he didn't do anything but tag me. Hey, live rent-free, brother. I feel you on that one. Um, We're going to bring up Mina on the show today. We'll talk about it and see what's up. Mina Kimes, man. She just keeps putting her foot in her mouth, man. It's unbelievable, man. Un-fucking-believable. Um... Gino said he could see me on The Bachelor. Yeah, Bachelor, anyone out there listening? You guys should you should bring me on The Bachelor, dog. I'll fuck that shit up. They, they, they'd kick me off The Bachelor in one day. <laughs> that, that shit would have me fucking... Uh, that shit would have me... They'd kick me off so fucking fast on that shit. Um, anyway, oh, he meant only fans in the chat. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um... Nah, because you got to have haters and different people, man. And this chat, pretty much, man, even when we were we had 150 people in here yesterday, everyone, for the most part, in this chat gets along, I think, man. I don't know. Uh, you know, like, I think I got like 11,000 subscribers. Um, I appreciate everybody becoming a member, man. I really, really do. Clap it up. Uh, you guys are... Uh, are helping the show grow. Um, we got you guys are adding memberships every day, so I think we're up to over a hundred and, and maybe fifteen or twenty members, um, actual members. And there's over eleven thousand subscribers, so we got to get more members. So make sure you guys are uh, becoming members, man. Make sure everyone out there, D Scott, all you guys new on Real TJ, everybody that's in the show, Anthony Herrera, become a member. One ninety nine a month, the best one ninety nine you can get, man. You guys got opportunity to win a slapdick bottle of whiskey, sign, book, poster, gear, hoodies, t shirts, visor, snapbacks, you name it. Girls, you can win some booty shorts that says it's a great day to have a great day, right on the ass, hot pink ones. So make sure you become a member today, all you guys out there listening worldwide. Become a member of the Slapdick Podcast. Help it grow. Hey, it's the best show on the internet right now. Pat McAfee gave the boys a week off. They're out there chilling. So Nico McElrath just became a new member. See, that's what I'm talking about. So I appreciate everybody like that, man. Um, It's my birthday week, by the way. I'm turning 21 next Monday. I uh, I mean, I turned 21. (laughs) I feel like I'm 21. 
I turned 46 years old on the 21st, is what I meant to say. On February 21, I turned 46. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm 21. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. As long as your, uh, long as your brain thinks that way, your body will follow. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Shit, I've always been the youngest one in my crew, so... But hey, yeah, exactly. I turned 21 next week, y'all. I could drink again. Shit. Fuck it. Um, I tell myself that every year. I just turned 21 so I could just get fucked up. So I tell myself that every day, really. Um, but uh, Nile, my, 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 my boy from Ireland's in the house. Much love to you. You're a real one. Talk that talk Tuesday, man. So much to discuss. So much to dive into. Um, make sure I get out. Make sure everybody saw and and and, and uh, got to talk to everybody before I get the show going. Let me get the quote of the day on this talk. That talk Tuesday. Um, don't worry about those who talk behind your back. They're behind you for a reason. Let me say it again for all those in the back, because we worry about too many motherfuckers. I think sometimes. Um. Make sure Bonham over here not tripping. Don't worry about those who talk behind your back. They're behind you for a reason. Dog, All we all have backbiters. We all have backstabbers. And we all have the cowardly cunt who likes to talk behind our back. But they're behind us for a reason. Why do you think people shoot you in the back? Stab you in the back? Talk behind your back. They are behind you for a reason. They really, really are, and uh, don't let them affect you, dog. They, they're jealous ones. Envy is a real fucking thing. They're behind you for a reason. They want to, they envy you. They want to live inside your life because their life is so fucking broken that they have to use other folks to piggyback off of. So. It's sad, man. It really is sad. Um, but, hey. Hey, Pete, the, the Glazer's not till next week. So, because I'm having a little get-together this Saturday. So, the, 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 the show, I mean, the Glazer's the 25th, 26th, I think. Not this weekend. So, your ass better not drive all the way down to fucking Costa Mesa this Friday. Your ass will be having a drink by yourself. <laughs> Um, so don't be a slap dick. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. Uh, the, the steak, the steak uh, and the scallops and the shrimp were very, very good. Yes, it was. It came out pretty good, man. Pretty, pretty good. Um, came out really good, to be honest, not to boast. You know, I didn't even have no drink last night, though. I didn't even have a drink. I didn't feel like having a drink. So I was going to drink some wine with it or something. But... I was tired as fuck, man. I had to get up at fucking 4.30 this morning to actually leave because I had to get down to San Diego to grab about 24 uh, cases of whiskey. Um, we got a few people. We, we're going to be in New York very shortly, Arizona, Nevada. Um, we just got wind of that, so we're going to be in those states for everybody out there listening. We are in Tennessee. The Hopefully the pallet will get delivered to Tennessee, 75 cases they'll starting with. Um, for all the liquor stores, that'll be, uh, 
Hopefully, the next two weeks, Tennessee will have it. Um, so, we'll see what happens. Um, Ty Bassett said he tried my barbecue baked beans on the weekend and it turned out wicked. Good job. Um, yeah, they come out good. They're some good things, man. Oregon we're working on. Um, you know, Oregon's like Kansas. There's like, you know, fucking 75 people in the state. So I got to make sure it's worth it. Uh, I'm just kidding. But we, we got to make sure, uh, it's beneficial to all involved. So we'll get to it. But, uh, don't worry about those who talk behind your back. They're behind you for a reason, man. They really are. Um, M. Chavez, I know we, we, we are going to get to, uh, we're in Tennessee now, though. So now New York's a big one. We just got uh, Arizona and Nevada out here on the West. We'll be back in Kansas. We are in Oklahoma right now, and we'll be back in Kansas, and we'll be going into Nebraska. So all these things happened this morning. You know, the last few days, it's been working out. So it really, really is uh, it's, it's a good deal. It's on the way. It's, uh, it's making its way to every state, hopefully. Um, contrary to belief segment, man, I got a good one for you, man. I took some time to think about this one while I was driving. And just common words that a lot of people fuck up. A lot of cats that fuck up. Um, you know, Kyle Robinson, I appreciate you becoming a member. Make sure you become a member. Hit the like button, subscribe. Hit the bell notification so you guys get the notifications. Apparently, it's not letting you guys know, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Appreciate you, Lisa. Um, let's get to the contrary to belief segment. Please let, let me know if you guys like that segment. I'm getting a lot of positive feedback on social media about the contrary to belief. A lot, a lot of people actually like the segment, which is pretty crazy. I just do it because hopefully motherfuckers can learn something. Um, even though it's kind of a funny prop deal, but it also is a teachable moment. You know, I am an ex-coach. Um, well, I'll always be a coach, but coaches teach. And so, um, so contrary to belief, let's get into it. Escape. All right. You don't have to say the E so prominent, but a lot of people escape. But don't fucking say X-cape. A lot of motherfuckers say X-cape. It's escape, not X-cape. So make sure you motherfuckers know how to enunciate, enunciate your shit. Now, who in this motherfucker says drowned? So I, you know, I, don't, I saved him and I didn't want him to drowned. Don't say drowned. If you motherfuckers say drowned, first of all, I know you're from Compton. Because I grew up with everybody that I grew up with says drowned. All right. Everybody that I grew up with says it on the end of every fucking thing. All right. Um, <laughs> drowned is not a motherfucking word. I just want to make sure you guys know drowned is not a motherfucking word. Okay. Um, now, who says dilate versus dilate? Now, listen, these are words that a lot of people don't realize that are very, very commonly fucked up. Very, very lo- commonly fucked up. We, we fuck up simple things like this. Dilate. It's not dilate. It's dilate. And uh, a lot of people don't know that. So contrary to belief, hey, let you know. Now, who says et cetera? Versus ek, ex, cetera. It's not X. It's not et cetera. It is et cetera. 
It's actually two words. So I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, Sean, I am attacking the South. I apologize. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, Sean Williams on YouTube said, I feel like he feel like I'm attacking the South because uh, we can't understand you motherfuckers down there. Uh, just so you know, you can fuck up every word in the fucking English language for all I care. I'm still going to recruit the shit out of your players. Um, and uh, they are very, very, for the most part, very, very respectful young men down there. And uh, the draw is something vicious, especially like a down south Louisiana draw. Holy fuck, Georgia draw. Holy fuck, it's, it's really deep. And a lot of you guys couldn't, there's no way in the world you would have said fucking etc. It's etc. like a motherfucker in the hood. So just so you know, I'm not saying all the South is the hood. And I'm not saying it's only certain colors that say fucking certain words. But what I am saying is the South and the Southern draw is no joke. So, yeah, you know, um, here on here on that Talk That Talk Tuesday. By the way, it's also Taco Tuesday. Is Taco Tuesday dead? That should be that should be my my fucking uh, poll question. Is Taco Talk Tuesday dead? Is Taco Tuesday dead? I went to a few Taco Tuesdays a while back and I didn't see nobody. I don't see nobody out no more on fucking Taco Tuesday. Is Taco Tuesday gone? I, I don't know. Um that's not the poll question, but I would like to, I would like to know that. Uh, my boy Marcellus Wiley used, you know, he puts ketchup on his tacos while he drinks slapdick whiskey. If you haven't noticed, if you haven't, if you don't follow Marcellus Wiley, speak for yourself on Fox. Um, if you watch him on Twitter or Instagram, you'll see a couple posts he's made of drinking slapdick whiskey while he drinks or while he eats his taco Tuesdays with, with uh, ketchup. That motherfucker eats ketchup on it, dog, and he'll fucking be the first one. I've had Marcellus on the show a few times. I'll bring him back on um, soon, and we'll chop it up. Um, yeah, Taco Tuesday during COVID has been absolute garbage. Like, there's nobody even out no more. I don't even see nobody at Taco Tuesday. It's, like, worthless. Um, Ruben in the house. What's going on, Ruben? I got my Bill Belichick uh, short sleeve hoodie on. They came in. I'm rocking this today. Um yeah, it's crazy. Taco Tuesday's been killed by COVID. Um, it's kind of fucked up, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, kind of died when LeBron tried to make it a trademark, huh? It's fucking interesting. Real fucking interesting. Um, <laughs> lots of fucking discuss today on Talk That Talk. You know, I'm going to talk that talk. It's going to get real. Um, I'm gonna get to my slapdick segment though, man. My slapdick segment today is Stephen A. and Mina Kimes. And Mina Kimes is gonna get it today. She's not just gonna get it on the slapdick segment. She's gonna get it on the whole show because she just said some more stupid shit. But anyway, Stephen A. comes out this morning and says Kyler Murray was basically a shitbird prior to Cliff Kingsbury arrival. Okay. <laughs> And why are you defending the motherfucker, though? <laughs> that is my fucking issue. Why are you defending this motherfucker? Like, I, I'm, I'm lost. So I think it was uh, somebody was on with him, and he was basically saying the shit, you know, Kyler looks fucked up on the sideline. If you ever watch him when they're losing, he looks like a complete shitbird. bird. 
he's basically on the sideline by himself, sulking, sucking his teeth, um, doing all this shit. And 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 Stephen A. is like, yeah, but he was doing that before. Okay, so I don't, I still don't understand your defense. <laughs> so no shit. So that makes it motherfucker even worse, to, in my opinion. You're defending this shit bird for being on the sideline bitching and moaning when you're losing. It blows my mind. You keep defending him. And then he and then Stephen A wants to bring in the race card to it. Now listen, I already defend brothers and sisters to this day for every for a lot of shit. I think they, you know, y'all were dealt a bad hand in a lot of things in life. But at the same time, we got to get over that shit as a society and as a culture and start fucking winning all right we gotta start winning again and we need to stop fucking defending this motherfucker for doing dumb shit i don't give a fuck what color you are stupidity comes in every fucking race size and shape i don't give a fuck what color you are i got dumbass motherfuckers wearing my skin tone out here doing stupid shit we got motherfuckers out there in every skin tone doing dumb shit we need to start calling it like we see it so the world can start understanding truth versus bullshit. And you have a fucking platform like Stephen A. Smith has on ESPN. And he gets to push these fucking dumb narratives. And I really don't understand that you're defending this dude when he came out yesterday and wrote the worst fucking text or tweet or Instagram, whatever he did. And basically said nothing in a with a bunch of words. Kyler Murray said a bunch of words and had nothing to say. Motherfucker said, well, if you know me and NBC in, inside the lines, I'm this and I'm that. Dog, you said nothing. You didn't say that you didn't do anything. You didn't say that you did do anything. And you basically said nothing. You deleted your team's Instagram. You deleted and unfollowed them. You did a bunch of fucking little kid bitch shit. So Kyler Murray's a slapdick for sure. And Mina Kimes. Has anyone seen the Mina Kimes drama? Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the Mina Kimes drama lately or, or anything. But have you seen the fucking post that she created and now has deleted about Ben Simmons? Has anyone has have anyone seen this shit? It's got to start becoming like I gotta really start showing some shit now, dog. Okay, because I it's starting to get real out here because these fake motherfuckers need to start being called out. And talk that talk Tuesday is the perfect fucking show for me to call that shit out. All right, so uh, let me see if you can see it. Oh, there we go. So Mina Kimes. Posted this, Ben Simmons is walking to the free throw line like he's asked to clean his room, okay? Now, time out. This tweet right here was done last year when Ben Simmons wouldn't shoot and and couldn't make free throws and do all these different old things, right? This is Ben Simmons' tweet she wrote. Well, she's deleted that tweet, and today she wrote... Especially now that fans have access to players like never before. I mean, the shit I see on social media breaks my 
Brain and Heart Daily. Can only imagine what it's like to be suffering from mental health. Now you've got to be shitting me. Before you clown this motherfucker, now you are defending him. And, <laughs> dog, I really don't get it. Now you're defending this motherfucker? It's ironic how this shit works. This this business, this this game is 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 working with you guys. Like you, you really fucking blow my mind on this. Like how the fuck are you now defending Ben Simmons when you first bashed him? You know why? I know why. Because you need to interview him possibly, Mina. You need your you need your network to possibly interview him. You need to have um you know you need to show that you're you're now not the bad person everyone thinks you are see you motherfucking media people man you you give the people that's on the front line a bad name because these motherfuckers that work for your network that have to actually work in the games and try to interview some fucking players that you mina Stephen a fucking sarah fucking spain Fucking Ryan Clark. All you motherfuckers do is talk shit about the players that you cover. And then want your colleagues out in the field to be able to have a conversation with them. And you don't think these players are pissed at your network because you fucks like you. People like you, Mina, and Stephen A. Not, do nothing but talk shit. Like, it blows my mind. But nobody ever really wants to talk about that part. Nobody ever wants to talk about that shit. You only just want to talk about the end result. Well, you've already talked shit. Now you've deleted your tweet. Now, that's the thing I talk about, man. I talk about all the time. What do I always say to you guys? Like, I say it all the time. You are what you do, not what you say you do. Like, leave the tweet up, motherfucker. Mina Kimes, you wrote the tweet. You didn't have a publicist do it. You didn't write it. Nobody else wrote it. You wrote the tweet. Now live by it. Own up to the motherfucker. Say that. Keep your word, dog. That's what I'm, I'm tripping on this shit. Like, you motherfuckers are that cowardly because you take some heat because you realize you got to cover this motherfucker. But it's fun and games on social media. See, that's what people don't get. They, you call me whatever you want to call me. But I'm the same motherfucker regardless if you meet me in person, on social media, on a TV show, on fucking a golf course. I don't give a fuck where you see me. See, it's, it's, real, it's real easy to do what I do. Because <laughs> I don't got to make up shit for telling the truth. I don't got to come up with anything. I don't have to remember shit. See, when you're a liar, when you're a fucking liar, you have to remember everything. When you tell the truth, you don't got to remember shit, dog. You don't have to remember shit if you tell the truth. I tell the truth all the time. I mean, that's all I want to do. I just want to tell the truth about everything. Sometimes the truth hurts so bad that people flip that truth and then want to cl claim that you're a liar. No, I'm not a liar. I told you the absolute bottom line truth and you're mad at me now. Now you can't handle that truth and you think I'm an asshole. 
but now you're lying. <laughs> you should just say, AJB, I think you're an asshole. Say that. Don't say I'm a fucking liar. I didn't lie at all. I just told you the truth to your face and you are appalled. You're appalled. <laughs> Blows my mind. I appreciate everybody in the show right now. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. Man, best dollar ninety nine you ever buy. Like I said, the perks are gonna only increase, but there's all options to win shit every day on my damn show. Cause I'm a giver like that. I'm not a taker, I'm a fucking giver. I'm a lover, I'm not a fighter. Um, I'm only going to steer you strong. I'm not going to steer you wrong. I got all these sayings, man. I just be talking. Um, getting into the hot takes, man. Um, I'm going to bring back Mina. Mina Kimes is fucking weirdo ass. I'm going to bring her ass back in a minute. But is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? Well, let me ask you, you guys on the show here and everyone out there listening, because if you ask that question, in my opinion, um, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Let's debate it. So I got into it. I didn't get into it. We had a good conversation with the guy on ESPN on, on uh, Twitter. Uh, I don't know his name, but we've been discussing some things on social media about Matthew Stafford. He came out and basically was saying Matthew Stafford... Um, is not is not uh, very good. He's not a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, he basically said that he is a he basically said that he is a B graded quarterback. He's a he he has he give him a B grade. Okay. Um, I want to go back to what Kyler Murray said real quick before I move on, though. Kyler Murray said, I play this game for the love of it. My teammates, everyone who has helped me get to this position that believed in me and to win championships. All of this nonsense is not what I'm about. Never has been, never will be. Anyone who has ever stepped between those lines with me knows how hard I go. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better. So that to me, that is kind of a self. Uh, <laughs> the motherfucker kind of just self-admitted that, you know, he fucked up somewhere. I don't know where, but, uh, you know, that's some weird, that's a weird thing to say when, when you really fucking said nothing. You said a lot of words for absolutely saying nothing. So uh, I don't know. I don't get that whole fucking write up. I think it was a fucking dumbass, dumbest fucking thing I've ever wrote, seen written by a quarterback in the NFL. But just tell, just say it, dog. You want to go or stay? Like, quit, what the fuck are you saying? You want to go or you want to stay? Fucking do it. I'm trying to find the guy that we we were going back and forth about Matthew Stafford. See, I'm a quarterback guy, and if you haven't noticed, I don't really fucking miss on quarterbacks. Mark Ryan, okay. Mark Ryan, it, it works for ESPN Upstate, okay. Um, we've had, we've, we've, I've talked to him on the phone a few times out of, he's out of, he's a Clemson, uh, Greenville, Spartanburg, Greenberg guy. Good dude, man. I like the guy we talked and we had good conversations and, um, so it's good to talk to people, you know, that, that don't just start trying to talk shit and, and all this, but he basically said 
that Matthew Stafford is a B-graded quarterback. <clears throat> and in a, in and basically if Burrow was in Detroit, he would have took Detroit further. And I said holy fucking shit that was a dumb take. Respectively, respectfully I said whatever you're smoking, you need to send some to me. Because I'm a quarterback guy, I know what quarterbacks do. I know what they it takes. I know the intangibles. I know the it factor you have to have. I know all this shit about quarterback, dog. So I want to break this down real quick, okay? I was asked if Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer. And I said, you have to throw in Eli Manning. Is Eli a Hall of Famer? Now, this is what people don't grasp. 99% of NFL quarterbacks do not ever win a Super Bowl. Do you ever think of it that way? Have you ever thought of it that way? All you novice fans out there, anyone out there that thinks they know quarterbacks and NFL intricacies, have you ever thought about what I just said? 99% of the quarterbacks that play this sport never, ever will win a Super Bowl. Eli Manning won two of them. He beat Tom Brady twice. Who the fuck else has beaten Tom Brady twice? But all you motherfuckers already anointing Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has lost to, pay, to, to Tom Brady twice. Eli beat him twice. Four Super Bowls. <laughs> like, you do realize that, right? I think Eli's in the top 10 in passing yards and touchdowns and has two rings. I think Eli's a Hall of Famer. Now, Matthew Stafford's in the top 10 in yards, touchdowns as well, I believe. I think he's at like 50,000 yards. He's played 10 years less than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's at like 90,000 yards. I get the debate about Matthew Stafford and Pro Bowls, but let's, let's make this thing, let's go back to what Mark Ryan was saying. Mark Ryan's basically saying that Burrow, if he played in Detroit, would do more. And I said, you're out of your mind. I said, first of all, Burrow's Cincinnati team right now on, as a roster in totality is much better than any Detroit team that Matthew Stafford played on, regardless of what you want to think. Burrow has two 1,000-yard receivers, a 1,000-yard running back, a good defensive line, Stafford had Megatron, and FYI, Megatron holds one of the all-time NFL records at receiver, and guess who else holds another one? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup holds another one now. Who, who, what is the common denominator between Megatron and Cooper Cup? Matthew Stafford is, dog. I mean, you can spin it how you want to spin it, but I'm just giving you some real shit. Matthew Stafford has two receivers in the top fucking two of an NFL history. They're an NFL lore for having most yards in a season, receptions, and yards after the catch. So if you are having, if you lead the league in yards after the catch, do you know what that tells me as a quarterback guy? 
it tells me that the fucking balls are being placed in situations and accurately enough to where the wide receiver is making plays and getting getting that ball ahead of coverage and he can see the coverage. He's not catching it and getting fucking blasted. That's what you guys don't get. Number two, well, he needs more Pro Bowls. Well, let's debate this. Burrow did this and ran went to the Super Bowl in his second year in a in a in a conference that had the Ravens were down in. Pittsburgh is not very good right now. The Browns are the fucking Browns. And they had a run to the playoffs, right? You still had to be some good teams in the playoffs. Get it. But just I'm trying to compare this to the Pro Bowl deal. Who did Stafford had to compete against every year in the fucking in his conference to go to the Pro Bowl? Aaron Rodgers. Okay? So I'm trying to make sure people realize this when you vote for Hall of Fame because he's going against a top two or three guy of all time in his conference during his uh, during his tenure. And he's played in a conference where Chicago went to a Super Bowl during his tenure. Green Bay's went to two or, yeah, two and one, one, right? And then you got the Vikings who got better here and there, but just never, they're, they're similar to me to Detroit. So you got two teams and then you got two teams. <sighs> Pro Bowls, to me, I don't know if they're that relative in, in, in voting for a Hall of Fame because... To me, Stafford's a top five to seven ball thrower of all time as far as just spinning the rock. Uh, skill set-wise, Stafford is is right there in my opinion. But fairly enough, just so you know, I want to talk about Stafford all game. Just to be fair, I said I don't know if Stafford would be in the Hall of Fame today for me, but if he wins another one, he's a no-brainer. Because now you see this dude on a good team. And now you're going to question, would Matthew Stafford have five or six fucking rings? And be in the fucking, would he be on the fucking, like, greatest list of all time? You'll never know that. Because you play for a franchise like Detroit, who was abysmal and horrible. And now you're showing that I just went through four games I made, I've had 45 fourth quarter comebacks, by the way, 45 fourth quarter comebacks, which a lot of people can't say. So I think he's going to be rejuvenated. I think he's going to try to get back to a couple more Super Bowls. He's 34 or five years old. I think he has a few, I think he has at least two to three good years left in him. But if he gets one more Super Bowl, he's for surely in. So I think Eli is also in. But I want to break down. Uh, make sure you guys hit the like button. Become a member today. So some of you guys can call in. I'm only taking callers that are members. Make sure you guys that aren't members become a member. I'm trying to um, break this quarterback thing down in the NFL for all you guys that are on a layman's term deal. I said that if you're saying Stafford's a B grade, Mark Ryan, I'm telling you that he is an A grade in a... NFL, that is nothing but C's and D's. And he was like, damn. And I said, yes, exactly. 
The NFL quarterback, the position of quarterback in the NFL is his worst, is the worst that I've ever seen in my life as a to- as a total, as a whole. From top to bottom, the quarterback play in the NFL is as bad as I've ever seen it. And I'm not going to get into breaking this down too much, man, but I'm just going to be honest with you. I've done this before on a few shows. I've actually broke down the quarterbacks now versus the quarterbacks then. And besides Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, I just want to know what other quarterbacks Because Drew Brees wasn't even a top five quarterback of his generation. Drew Brees wasn't a top five quarterback of his generation, just contrary to all your belief out there. I know all you guys love Drew Brees. Drew Brees, was he ever better than Peyton? Was he ever better than Brees? I mean, uh, was he ever better than Brady? Was he ever better than Rodgers or Favre? Uh, No, he wasn't. I'm sorry. He got one Super Bowl ring. He's thrown for a shitload of yards, but, you know, Longevity is 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 a statistical killer because look at LeBron James. He's played 200 more games than Kareem. He has 30 more playoff games and we're anointing him as the scoring leader already. Like longevity is a statistical killer in my opinion, dog. Okay, you can say Drew is a stud. But he's he wasn't even the top five of his generation. So, you know, look at the quarterbacks right now playing. I don't believe that. See, Brad sees, thinks we're in pretty good hands at the quarterback position. See, I don't see it that way because, see, you guys see quarterback athletically. I see it as having an it factor winning Super Bowls. Lamar Jackson's a freak. We know it. Kyler Murray's a freak. We know it. Allen's a freak. We know it. Mahomes a freak. We know it. Out of all those guys, they got one Super Bowl. Joe Burrow is the old school quarterback I grew up with, similar to a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, similar to a Dan Marino, Troy Aikman, similar to a John Elway, similar to a Brett Favre. Having the it factor, being in a pocket, being able to step up, throw the football, get hit, come back, tell your O-line it's okay, you're still shitty, but it's all right. I don't give a fuck. I'm still that dude. That's Joe Burrow. Um, Athletic quarterbacks don't mean shit. (laughs) That means they're fucking probably playing the wrong position. I mean, we got a lot of guys out here, man. I'm just being honest with you. I've broke them down, dog. And if you're really a... a very, if you're really, really open-minded and you see what I say about them and break them down, and when I break them down, if you've ever seen any videos of me breaking them down, you'll say, fuck, maybe I, I don't know what I'm talking about as much as you, I thought. Because, <laughs> dog, it's, I'm, just, I'm not here to hate on nobody. I'm just telling you how it is. Like, Lamar Jackson won't win a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray won't win a Super Bowl. Like, these motherfuckers aren't going to win Super Bowls. I'm sorry. If you can't make a throw... Baker Mayfield, he'll never win a Super Bowl. Carson Wentz, he'll never win a Super Bowl. Like, these motherfuckers are very, very overrated dudes. So, I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to get into this whole debate about it, but I believe Matthew Stafford needs one more. I believe the quarterback play as a total is a bunch of C's and D's. 
I believe if we're grading the quarterbacks that are playing in the NFL right now, Matthew Stafford is unequivocally a fucking A grade. And I think Mark Ryan was wrong when he said he's a B. Because, and then he said Burrow's an A. I believe Burrow's an A too. I've been on this show. I say Burrow's top three quarterback. Haven't I said that? I said top, I, I put him above Mahomes. So, yeah, I agree. But don't tell me that Burrow could have won in Detroit. He would have got fucking annihilated in Detroit. He had one receiver. He had no running back, no run game. I'm just like, damn, dog, is 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 Stafford supposed to play defense and run the ball too? Like, come on, dog. Um I'm just like, damn, this is crazy right there. But uh by the way, do you know that Stafford threw 17 picks? Do you know that 10 of them were drop balls that turned into picks? So he really would have thrown seven picks. But let me break it down even further. What I told Mark Ryan, which I think he stopped his back and forth with me when I broke it down. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers threw the least amount of picks. Well, where's that motherfucker at? <laughs> He's at home watching Stafford win a Super Bowl. So what the fuck do picks have to do with anything? See, interceptions are very, very, very overrated stat to knock a quarterback or to praise a quarterback. And I didn't want to make this a fucking quarterback show. This is a Talk That Talk Tuesday, not quarterback play. Uh, Apologize, Lucy and Lisa and all the women in the room that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But you'll be all right. Learn some shit. Um... Quarterback picks are fucking overrated. Like, you can throw fucking 30 picks and still fucking win games. And you can throw six picks and lose games. Aaron Rodgers threw six, what did he throw, six picks all year? Or three picks, four picks? Well, he lost in the first round. Stafford threw 17. Stafford threw 17 picks and tied with fucking Trevor Lawrence for the most picks all season. And he won a Super Bowl. Picks mean fucking nothing to me. Because if you're a fucking legit quarterback and you fucking understand what you're doing, it means nothing. And when you look at 17 picks and you see 10 of them were dropped by wideouts that were picked, then (laughs) who gives a fuck? Everything goes, falls on the quarterback. You're either the goat or you're the hero. You either fucking are the shit or you are the shits, right? That is the fucking nature of the position. That's why the position gets paid the most money. And that is why we have the broadest shoulders and carry the most weight. So I'm just trying to be, I'm just being honest. But I I believe the NFL is full of C's and D graded quarterbacks. And it's the worst I've ever seen as a total, as a whole. So. Mina Kimes once again proves she knows absolutely diddly shit about quarterbacks or how the NFL operates. She came out today and said Trey Lance should have played more, and she said that. And I'm like, holy fuck, lady, please take a seat and shut the fuck up already. You're really, 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 really bad at your job. Trey Lance playing more would have got you, you would have been, you would have gone fishing a month early. You wouldn't have made the playoffs, just so we're clear. I don't get how where you get your shit from, Mina, if you're out there listening. I know you you want to block me and shit. Um, 
Um, but dog, come on, Mina, come on. You are fucking. You take horrible takes. You're deleting tweets. You, you put your foot in your mouth all the time, and then you, now you're trying to take it out and delete shit. But the internet don't ever lie because they they screenshot shit. They screenshot shit. <laughs> They tr- they screenshot you. If the 49ers can get Aaron Rodgers, you do understand that Trey Lance is going to have to say bye-bye, right? Mina Kimes. You do know that, right? Mina Kimes, I'm sorry. I hope you understand that. Well, they took a fucking they they, they made a, made him a high draft pick and da da da. Yeah, because usually that's what you do in the NFL. You take who who's the best on the board for what you need is. They made it to the fucking NFC title game. I think they had a decent enough draft and roster. I don't think they really got hurt by drafting Trey Lance. What player were they going to draft differently to get them into the Super Bowl? Give me the one player that they could have took over Trey Lance that would have put them in the Super Bowl. Nobody. Nobody. Not another receiver. Not another running back. Nobody was going to put them in the Super Bowl as a draft pick. So calm the fuck down. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Mina Kimes. Shikari <sighs> um, Richardson versus Camila Valivia. Valiva. Valiva. Whatever the fuck her name is. The Russian 15-year-old girl, maybe a boy. I don't know. But Shikari, as we know, was banned from the Olympics for the doping deal with smoking by smoking weed. I don't call weed dope. See, a lot of fucking rednecks call weed dope. Weed's not dope. But anyway, you can say that, but it's really not. Weed is weed. Marijuana is not really a fucking dope. See, to me, dope is cocaine, fucking ready rock, fucking... You know, wet up. Uh, we grew, we dope is a different term. You know what I mean? Weed is weed. It's fucking weed. The differences are so Shikari came out and blamed race for this whole thing. I, she feels that if it was she was white, she wouldn't have got banned. Camila was allowed to continue in the Olympics, which to me is it, it blows my mind that she was allowed to stay in the Olympics. And it's a slap in the face, in my opinion, because now you allow her to stay, but you tell her you can't meddle until the doping deal is over with. Well, that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Um, I don't understand what the fuck you're trying to get out of it here. So what are you going to let her fucking perform for? to win the thing and then can't meddle like it makes no sense your rules don't make sense but now i'm going to defend the truth i'm going to defend the real i'm going to defend everything about this okay you have to look at the facts shikari richardson was tested at midnight before she was supposed to run or go to the olympics she tested positive. Now, you can say what you want to say about how weed ain't shit. Weed is this. Weed is that. Snoop Dogg smoking weed before the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, t- 
to me, it doesn't mean shit. Like if I was the rule, if I was making the rules, she wouldn't have been suspended because it's fucking weed, right? We we should we should be cutting the canceling a lot of motherfuckers if it's just weed in sports. But the Olympic rules state on there that you can't test positive twenty four hours before an Olympic debate, uh, an Olympic um, performance. Well, she did. She tested positive. All I'm trying to show you is there's some truths to this. Camila did not, even though we know she's full of fucking amphetamines, she did not luckily get tested, which saved her ass. Now you can bring in the race card again if you wish and say, well, why was Shikari tested before the race? Is it because she was a black girl? Is Camila not tested because she was a white girl? I don't know. I would use that race card more than I would suspending one over the other once you found out both were guilty and in their bloodstream. I would use it that way. Hopefully you guys understood what I just said. But one fucking violated the deal before. One violated the deal after, even though we know it was already in her system before. She just was not tested before. Um... And that's just what it is. Uh, oh, I'm not cool at all with weed, Juan Patino. So take your foot out your mouth, Juan. Um, see, everybody thinks they know. You don't know. I hate weed. I can't stand the shit. I never have, never will. It has done nothing for anyone I've ever known. I have never seen one benefit from smoking weed. Not one in my entire life. For a athlete, okay? For a athlete. Let me just clarify. For a athlete, I've been around it my entire life. I've been around it my entire life. I've never seen it. I've never seen it just make one of my receivers better than ever. I've never seen it fucking help one of my running backs just rip it and fucking go for 400 yards. I've never seen Anything that weed has done be positive for anybody. Um, what the fuck does Pat smoking with me? Not not with me. He's I was smoking a cigar. Um, but what does that have to do with anything? I I, I, st- I don't like weed. I still don't like weed. I, I'm gonna be a real one. I don't give a fuck who smokes weed. I'm not gonna. Th- I don't like the shit. I've never smoked it in my entire life. Never smoked it in my entire life. Never smoked a cigarette in my entire life. But I smoke cigars like a motherfucker. So now what? What what are you going to say about that? Oh, you smoke cigars but not weed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Why not? Like, I, I, can I not do that or something? Like, motherfuckers always have something to say. Anyway, I smoke cigars. I don't smoke weed. I never have. And I, I've never seen a player benefit from weed. I've never seen a beneficial outcome come from weed. Not in the not as an athlete. I'm just telling you. It might help cataracts. It might help diabetes. It might help this. I'm just saying. Um, you know, it is what it is. Every time I see a player smoking weed and he's high as fuck, he is horrible. He was horrible, either at practice, either fucking during the week, and whatever he was doing, and he just 
created horrible vibes in the locker room. And he couldn't even fucking open his eyes. Like these are the players I'm talking about. So I've never seen the benefit. Like I don't get I don't get it. Um 76 has played the Nets March 10th. I hope you Philly fans better. You fucking Philly fans better not be soft. You better fucking go off on this bitch made motherfucking um Ben Simmons motherfucker. All right. I'm going to get into some other shit too. James Harden, is he hurt? Should be the poll question too. Because see, I see through the bullshit. I see through the bullshit. I see through all the bullshit. Um, exactly, Drew. A Drew, I agree with you. More than 80% of athletes probably smoke weed. My point is, that's why I said if I was a commissioner, Shikari Richardson would have would have played. She would have performed. Everybody smokes weed. Who gives a fuck nowadays, right? I I give a fuck still. I hate it. I still hate the shit. That doesn't mean I don't hate the shit. That doesn't mean I don't want my dudes smoking it during practice or a game or I mean before or whatever. I'm telling you, it fucks up practice. It fucks up everything. Oh, uh, if a player ever was high going into a game, I wouldn't play him. First of all, the motherfucker would have been booted off. So we're clear. <laughs> um, but James Harden says he was hurt. Okay. This is how ignorant and, and nearsighted, or, in my opinion, Stephen A. Smith is. He said that he thought he heard that James Harden was using the injury as an excuse to get transferred and, tra- and traded. And he goes, now, today, he goes, well, now Harden came out as really hurt because the 76ers said he was. So it wasn't that. (laughs) And I'm sitting there like, damn, Stephen A., you're that fucking narrow-minded to believe this shit? I think they're all playing along. So it didn't look like that. You don't think the 76ers bought into fucking James Harden deal? But Stephen A thinks he's obviously hurt. I'm like, dog, you fucking suit say anything that is the least controversial shit, except when it counts or matters. It fucking blows my mind. Anytime you you always have to be politically correct down the middle when you're wearing these suits on ESPN. And you all say the most asinine shit I've ever heard. But then when it comes to really mattering, when something really happens in the country or the world that's catastrophic, then you come out and you say this dumbest shit I've ever heard of. Like, I never, I I don't understand some of the shit you guys do. You guys are supposed to stay down the line. Oh, well, Harden is hurt. No, he's not. The 76ers... Are bought into the thing. I saw this motherfucker shooting the basketball, moving around, hopping back, shooting. You don't do that if you know anything about biomechanics, and I do have a few fucking degrees in kinesiology. You don't do that shit with an injured fucking hamstring. It doesn't work that way. He looks so fucking fresh and clean today, shooting around in, in the 76ers arena. See, that's the thing. I wouldn't have let that motherfucker shoot around if you're going to buy in and, and be all in about he's hurt. Because you look damn good shooting today, dog, James. I'm going to be real. Stephen A bought it. I didn't. 
I think you're fucking fine. I think they're going to make you sit out till the All-Star game. So everybody said you were hurt and you got out just of you had some justification for trying to get out of fucking the nets and you got out and but has anyone heard the whole new thing? James Harden now apparently has been caught rolling his eyes at coaches in the huddle when a coach Steve Nash calls a play that is designed for KD. Have you guys heard this one? So if KD has an offensive call for him, James Harden rolls his eyes like a bitch, and then they've had discussions about a philosoph- a philosophically uh, a philosophical difference about offensive basketball. One wants to be iso ball, which we know James Harden has won so many championships. We know his way works. And then KD wants to run motion and movement because he actually won two titles. But we're going to fucking roll with you, James Harden, who just wants to dribble 400 times and take a jump back three and more than not miss it, by the way. Statistically speaking, you're not 75% shooter from three. If you were, I wouldn't tell you shit. If you were that fucking legit, I wouldn't tell you shit. But Isoball, in my knowledge, has never won an NBA title. I've never seen it. So, uh, blows my mind, dude. It really blows my mind. And then you motherfuckers believe that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today of the Slapdick Podcast here on YouTube. Best dollar ninety nine you ever spend. I think you need a computer, but I guess some people can do it on their phone. Join now. Become a member. We need everybody members, man. We need all 11,000 of you guys to be fucking members. Um, California lifted the mask mandate. It lifts it tomorrow. Statewide. Statewide. The mask mandate gets lifted. All except L.A. County. What in the fuck? How the fuck can we lift the mandate? In the largest county, obviously, which you really think is it's this mass thing is helping the county of Los Angeles just subside fucking COVID result, uh, cases. L.A. County cannot take the mask off. And the schools in, in L.A. County announced that February 28th is when the kids can take them off. Like, dog, come on. Like, get realistic. And I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if you know this. But L.A. County also has a rule about age. It's an age-specific rule. So older kids now cannot help the single mothers, which L.A. County has billions of, right? Single mothers who have older kids that need them to watch the younger kids until they go to school like we've been doing forever. That's now out the window because one of them need to be at school before the other one. So I'm curious now. Does COVID select which kids to choose to get? Like, <laughs> dog, this is, this has become, 
Very dumb. Just very dumb. Um, EJ Main Manyweather, what am I wrong about? Please, please give me the fucking, tell me what I'm wrong about. Holy fuck. I gotta hear this one. Oh. Anyway, um, LA County, man, I'm not shit. I'm telling you, man, I'm thinking about getting the fuck up out of here. Um, but we got, we just had a Super Bowl in LA County. You guys do know that, right? We just had million motherfucking people. We just had a million fucking people. Um, go through the Super Bowl between Radio Row, the Super Bowl week functions, and then 80,000 in the Super Bowl. And, um, fuck, dog. But I'm in Phoenix in Scottsdale, and there's a million people on the golf course. A million people in the golf course. No mask. Ass to ass, dick to dick, drinking, spitting, sweating, and there ain't a fucking COVID case in sight in Arizona. Like, what in the fuck? Because it won't cross the state line, people. COVID can't come over from fucking Arizona. It can't come over from California to Arizona. Oh, fuck, homie. This is comical. When's the Rams parade? The Rams parade is when? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, Garcetti was at the Super Bowl with no mask. Of course, dog. Come on, man. These fucking political figures. I told you priests and politicians are the most crooked motherfuckers in the world, dog. I've been telling you guys that shit. Oh, the parade's tomorrow. Let's see how many masks we see. It's so, so fucking dumb. It's the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, I got I got a fun one for you, man. I got to show you guys something, okay? I want you guys to listen to this one. I got to I got to show you this one right here. If I could find it. Have you guys heard about. Have you guys heard about. uh, Tender for pets. Has anyone seen the tender for pets thing? I'm not bullshitting you. I'm going to, I'm going to, you got to see this. All right. I want you to hear this. This is my boy right here, uh, by the way. Um, I want you to hear this one. Okay. This is tender for your dogs. All right. This, folks, a doggy dating app that lets you set up play dates for your pets. Paw Mates is a free app that uses your location to help meet dog owners in your area. It was launched in 2019, but it's starting to take off now with about 14,000 users in the U.S. and in Canada. And it works like Tinder. You can make a profile for you and your pet and then swipe right if you like what you see or left if you don't. The creator said he started the app when his golden retriever stopped wanting to go to the park. While the app was created for pets to meet up, what about the owners? The app's creator says there have been some users who have found their matches too. 
Hey, Aww. what do you think about this? You're a dog owner. You take I out Morty am. all the time. Yeah, Morty's not a big <laughs> fan of other dogs. Uh, <laughs> Ash, shut up. You got to be shitting me. My boy John Rogers, shout out, man. He's a good dude. He's a, he's a Virginia newscaster. So the, 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 the owner of the pets are now hooking up, too. I got to take the time out of my day to make my dog a profile and all that shit. Dog, Stogie would have got so much pussy, dog. Stogie would have got the most dog pussy of all time. Because Stogie is basically like the Michael Jordan of dogs. Like this motherfucker was the dog of dogs. He would have got so much ass. And then I could have just shot all the other slapdick bullies in the mix and got all them some. <sighs> what about the dog? Now we're going to have this catfishing of dogs. Now we're going to have the catfish of dogs. What if I put Stogie's picture up over the dog that comes and the dog that gets there is using one of Lisa's filters? And this motherfucker has a he's a where's he has a filter, but then we show up and it's not Stogie. It's a fucked up dog with three legs and he's all fucked up. <sighs> oh fuck, dog. You gotta be shitting me. Dog, now we're gonna be doing the filters for the dogs and the catfish and the dogs when they show up to the dog park. What if one of the dogs eats the other dog? Like, what if the other dog? What if the dog just fucks up one of the dogs? <sighs> who who would filter their dogs, Lisa? Shit, all these weirdo fucks out here that filter that that, that lie about who they are anyway. What do you mean? Why would they do that? I don't know. Shit. Anyway, tender for dogs. Shit. Go figure. We're into hour number two on the Slapdick Podcast. Talk that talk Tuesday. Appreciate everybody joining in. And this hour two is brought to you by NordVPN. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for. To give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all that threats out there that we face today on the internet is more important now than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN, the best world, the, the world's best VPN offer service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use promo code believe, B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Go check it out, nordvpn.com and... You got to go check it out and become a member and tell them the slapdick sent you. Um, this is what it looks like, by the way. NordVPN. Go check it out. If any of you guys need that shit, some people might not need that shit. If you got a business, fucking use it. I would. Um, 
I do. I have to. Um, I'm gonna some a little bit of breaking news. I never break news because everything's. I'm not a fucking newscaster. Um, I'm not ESPN and all these motherfuckers. But, um, uh, uh, I'm just kidding. That was not real. Um. I have no idea what I'm doing on this dumb shit. Trevor Burns, my boy. My boy. So the VPN, is it real? Does it work? How many people get shot or stabbed tomorrow's Ram Parade? I don't know, man. I know they're going to get the gas mask ready to go and probably launch a few in in the crowd. I don't know. I just hope we don't have no stupid shit, man, because... The Rams ain't won a Super Bowl in L.A. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know? I don't know. Um, I really don't know that one. Oh, yeah, I'll do a newscast. I'll drop a newscast here and there. Shit, why not? Kyler Robinson, you you guys have been going at it today. I don't know who you're going at it with, but I've just been catching your shit back and forth um, in the chat. Pretty funny. You guys are all in here. Hey, we got 120-something people in here. Appreciate you guys. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, talk that talk Tuesday, man. I got to get into some things. Talking without knowing what the fuck you're talking about is actually embarrassing as fuck, and I get secondhand embarrassment. Um, I get secondhand embarrassed for your fucking asses. All you out there that talk without knowing what the fuck you're actually talking about. Um, I literally would be embarrassed or ashamed of my motherfucking self if I did what a lot of you on social media do on a daily basis. You guys literally, with a conviction and a voice, say the most completely inaccurate shit without knowing what the fuck you are talking about. And it is getting worse and worse. How fucking ignorant are you guys? And then how fucking ignorant do you have to be to defend it and each other? Like, holy shit. I see the wrong shit being spat out of your mouths on Twitter, on Instagram, on ESPN, on Fox, all over the place. And then you defend the wrong shit after you say the wrong shit. And it's again goes back to my preconceived notions that you guys come up with about assuming you know somebody because of what you see on TV or what you heard on a show. And as a grown human being, there is no fucking worse thing in the world than putting your foot in your mouth. When you know nothing about what the fuck you're talking about. Like, it goes to the whole Nets deal. The, 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 the Brooklyn Nets make this big three deal. And all three of these fucks put their foot in their mouths. Kyrie's who the fuck he is, right? He's who we thought he was. James Harden is who the fuck he thought he was. We thought he was. He's forced his way out of Houston. He's been to four fucking teams. Now he forced his way out of Brooklyn. Dog, 
when is enough enough? The net team fighting over philosophy and all this old shit now. We have too many chiefs and not enough Indians in the world. It doesn't work. You can't have too many chiefs and not enough Indians. It just don't work, dog. Like, it doesn't work. And we are in a society right now where everything is instant gratification. If we don't win now, if we don't make a million dollars today, if we don't... If we don't fucking win at the lotto today, all of us fucking quit our job. We want forced out of our team we're on. We want to fucking make sure that if we don't win the lotto, we're going to go hit fucking Instagram and be a fucking IG model tomorrow. We're not going to go work no fucking place. And you wonder why we got so many fucking empty shelves, lazy fucks. And then the people defending you guys are even worse. Like, I would have traded Kyrie, James Harden. I would have got rid of all them motherfuckers. I would have kept KD and brought a bunch of good-ass role players in there. And understand something. One great player and a bunch of good ones win championships. The Cavs beat the Warriors. The Celtics beat the Lakers in 07. The fucking uh, Pistons beat a loaded Laker team, even though Carl Malone got hurt and shit. But that Piston team wasn't supposed to beat Shaq and Kobe. We want to cancel Dave Chappelle. We want to cancel fucking Bill Burr. We want to cancel all these motherfuckers because you can't be them. You can't be them. And it's sad as fuck, man, that we don't do more congratulating and less hating than what we do. We hate, 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 hate. And then we find out we like the guy we're hating on. And then we have to rebut our fucking statements and we have to delete our tweets. And then we have to apologize. But when we know your apologies are lies, it's what you do, not what you say you do. You fucks say this shit every single day. I'm sorry. I apologize. I made a mistake. No, you didn't. You do this every time. This is who you are. Not what you say you are. Stop lying to us more. See, every time you lie, you got to cover up for that lie. And then you have to lie again. And you got to do another lie. And what fucks me up is when you tell the truth, you never have to remember shit. I don't remember shit. I don't have time to remember shit. I don't want to remember shit. I really don't have time to remember shit. I don't want to remember. I do not want to remember anything about what I said. So you know what? I'm going to tell the truth. (laughs) I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't like me. I'm going to tell you the truth. And... Sometimes it hurts so bad, you hate somebody for it. Ben Simmons is a lying little pussy bitch. (laughs) Ben Simmons is totally fine now. He has no mental health issues whatsoever. Have we noticed it? Today he spoke to the media. He's happy as a lark. He's never been better The mental health 
disappeared because remember we choose mental health it never chooses us right <laughs> holy fuck i tell you that all the time mental health dog chooses us we don't choose mental health but ben simmons sure gets to choose when it, mental health he gets to choose it dog delante west he gets to choose mental health dog he gets to pick and choose mental health ben simmons chose mental health because he now got rid of it snap of a dime boom Snap of a finger. He got rid of it. It's gone. Um, but nobody has discussed Ben Simmons' blatant disregard and disrespect for real mental health patients in this motherfucking world. It's a fucking joke. It is a true joke. Um, that we talk so much about the whole fucking, you know, old girl fucking, um, what's old girl's name, man? The little girl that fucking meant, claimed mental health in the Olympics. Um, and she left the Olympics, the gymnastic girl, what's her name? Um, from Houston. She claimed the shit too. She just got married, I think, or got a proposed to. Simone Biles, yeah. She's another fake fuck. She might as well go. She should have married Ben Simmons. I don't know who who got on his knee for her. Um, you got to lay down for her ass. She's like a midget, ain't she? But she, but you, whoever got on a knee for her, well, that shit ain't gonna last. But Ben Simmons and her should have got together, and then they should have adopted. They should have adopted um, the the fucking tennis player, the the Japanese and black girl. What's her name? They should have adopted her. See, I don't look up these names because I just freelance this shit. And I don't fucking write it down and, and have the name. So maybe it would be a better show if I said the names. But I like to interact with you guys because you all know the fucking names. Um, yeah, I know. Osaka. There you go. Ben Simmons should have married Simone and they should have adopted Osaka. So all three of these mental midgets could have lived together and claim mental health when in, they want to choose to, and then they can get rid of it anytime. <laughs> but the, the, the not funny part is the true mental health pe people out there. Now you guys aren't taking offense to Ben Simmons. Am I missing something here? Y'all are fucking, you're mad at me when I say mental health is, is being used as a crutch to cover up for your mental fucking weakness, you mental fucking midgets. But now you're not coming after Ben Simmons for slapping you motherfuckers in the face with a fake fucking mental health? Like, come on, dog. Are we real here? Are we being real? So, so are you mad at me again because I'm calling out the real and telling you the truth? Or, or are you just mad? Or, or is it a race thing? Is it a race thing? Is it a black and white thing? Is it a fucking brown thing? No, nah, it ain't, motherfucker. It's a real thing. And you motherfuckers just can't. You can't fucking separate the two. You fucking just can't fucking separate the two, man. You can't get out of your own fucking way. Like... <laughs> 
I don't understand this shit. You cannot get out of your fucking own way. You have every fucking excuse in the book. And you know what you have to do? You got to remember what you lied about so you can make another fucking excuse for the fucking excuse you just made that you just lied about. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck, you fake fucks. The world would be better place if we were all 100 and not 99. If we were all 100 and kept it real, the world would be a better fucking place. See, all you motherfuckers are 99. You're 99% real until you have to use the 1% to tell the truth. And then you're 99% the rest of your life because you ain't going to tell the 1% to be true, to be 100. You're never going to fucking tell it because you're spineless. You're spineless. You can't speak the truth. You're scared to tell the truth. You're scared to hurt someone's feelings. You're scared to fucking be real with yourself. See, you can't be real with yourself is the problem, and that's why we're suffering as a society. You motherfuckers can't be real with yourselves because if you were real with yourselves, you would understand what it takes and what it took to attain it, and you would start sharing it. You would start spreading it to others and telling them the truth. But when you know you're living a life full of fucking lies and excuses and making up more excuses for fucking those excuses. And then when you lied just to fucking lie. (sighs) See, Joey B, dog, you're going to bring up some shit now. If you ask anybody in this fucking chat that knows me. All right. I might be the single worst human being on planet Earth when it comes to um, waitresses and and the help. I, I swear to God, dog, I am the absolute fucking worst when it comes to um, mental health. I'm sorry. Uh, I I am the worst with mental health, too. Uh, I got to try this real quick, okay? Just stay tight. Hold tight real fast. Um, Let's see this real quick. Michael Fuller, you ain't lying. You're not lying. I don't know how many spit burgers I've eaten, dog, but I know this much. If you are fucking horrible at your job, I tell you. And it ain't even, it is not a fucking, there is no holding back with my motherfucking ass. Joey. I would have fucking told that motherfucker, female, male, whoever it was, that those onion rings were the worst fucking onion rings I've ever tasted in my fucking life. And you should be castrated for serving a motherfucker those motherfucking onion rings. I'm just telling you. 
No, I was trying to call someone and put them on speaker and let you know I'm very bad with with waiters, servers. And and I'm going to be honest, I don't go in there intending to be. I get the worst service in America. I get the worst service in America. <sighs> I'm telling you I did. I do. Oh yeah, I know, man. I told you guys too. On my show, didn't I not say did I not say that the Lakers should trade the motherfuckers for wood? I said wood and porter. Um, but I would have took wall and, and wood. Hell yeah. Lakers would have improved dramatically. Um, come on, dog. You got to be better than that, Joey B. You got to. You got Got to let them motherfuckers know how bad they are, especially now. See, when I tell motherfuckers they're bad, I try to teach them and I try to tell them like Michael said some line cook has teabagged my enchiladas. I promise me. God damn, dog. I don't know. See, that's why I don't go out too much, dog. I try to avoid the teabagged fucking enchiladas as much as I fucking possibly can. Um See, that'll be the next thing. You'll see me on TMZ the next time because I'll be, I'll, I'm going to go back and check on them motherfuckers. I'm going to go back and make sure you're not fucking with my shit. Um, yeah, Joey, you got to let them motherfuckers know, dog. Andrew Nelson, appreciate you. Um, I'm going to be real. My brother, man, who's a, who's a fighter pilot in the Air Force, is basically his whole life as a grown-up. He used to work at Wendy's, man, growing up, right? So we grew up. I was I was I was about six years younger than him. He he worked at Wendy's and he'd get assholes in the drive thru and him he worked at Wendy's with his with all of his boys. And uh he said that assholes would come through and talk shit and do all kind of shit. They would literally drop the burger and do a dance on the motherfucker. They would do a dance on the burger and then give it back to that motherfucker. Oh, dog, I know that shit. I know that shit had to be uh, back in those days, too. Oh, that shit was bad. I know it was bad. I know it was bad. But is what it is, dog. Um, Yeah, dancing on burgers, dog. Shit. Um, Poll question. Would you do Tinder for pets? That is the poll question. I need to know your answers. Um, and uh, I don't know. You, I got to hear this one, dog. Um, take a two-minute break. I'm going to go pour me some whiskey. And uh, I'll be back in two minutes. Make sure you become a member of the show. Enjoy this show from Talk I'll Talk Back two weeks ago as I talk shit. Enjoy the little two-minute clip. I'll be right back. And the cancel culture of the world and the politically correct people and the soft asses of the world, they are really truly expecting you not to talk back. And that's why this title of this show is Talk and I'll Talk Back. I'm going to talk back to you, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if it's in public or wherever. Now, I've never had an issue in public by a fan. It's uh, it's really crazy. And I would bet money that I've probably ran into folks that have talked shit to me on Twitter in person and 
they suck my dick in person, but on Twitter, they're straight gangbangers. <laughs> that is what's funny about it. Um, I guarantee you that's true for most folks that it, that's in this room right now. All you guys have ran into somebody that you've seen or talked to on social media that's banged on you and talked shit and called you a motherfucker and an asshole and whatever else, and you see them in person and they're kissing your ass. That's how fake we've become. That's why we're so soft now. Because when you do clap back and talk back and and check a motherfucker, they get on their feelings and they get up. Oh, my God, I'm appalled. Like I, I run into females all the time that talk shit to other people. And then I talk to them. and I'm like, really? And I'll talk shit to them. And then they'll, they'll sit there and drop their jaw and look at you like, oh, my God, I'm appalled you talk to me that way. So hold up. Time out. You could talk shit to this old lady right here. No offense, lady. I didn't mean to say old lady like that. You could talk shit to this elderly woman. <laughs> See how I politically corrected that shit? You could talk to this elderly woman. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, elderly people. I didn't mean to go like that. Cheers. Talk. I'll talk back. The show's definitely growing. I appreciate everybody. We keep around 100 or 100 plus in here. Uh, much love to all you guys. Um, Got to get it up there in the thousands, though, one day. Got to keep striving. Pat was telling me how hard it is on YouTube, man. He said it ain't easy. It takes a long time. A lot of people have been telling me. Um, I was talking to uh, a lot of good friends of mine, man. They were telling me how... That shit is, uh, it's different. It's different. But, uh, um, my boy Theo Vaughn told me the same thing. My boy Rude Jude, um, told me the same thing. I was on Shade 45 with Rude Jude on series. Um, by the way, Rude Jude has a good wine and he also has a good book. Check him out. Um, yeah, man, I'm just going to try to push this five days a week and try to get it growing. I should have been doing it, man, to be honest. I just had so much going. I still have a lot going on, shit. Uh, I'm going to see Pat Perez tonight. He's out in L.A. right now. Um, I'm going to go have dinner with him, and then I might be at the tournament Thursday or Friday uh, at the Riviera, which is one of Pat's favorite courses in the world. So the Riviera. Um, see, I'm not a... I'm not a uh, I'm not a big Rogan guy. I don't know nothing about him. Um, I don't really know shit about him, to be honest. I don't know anything about him. Um, so, uh, scallops were a fire. Shit. Everything I cook, dog, is pretty damn good, to be real with you. Not to boast or talk shit. I'm just trying to say. Theo's my boy, man. Shout out, gang gang. Theo's a good dude, good friend. Um so, would you do Tinder for pets? I mean, got to be honest. I think, I think Lisa's doing it um, to meet the owner of the pet. You can't fool me, Lisa. Um, yeah, the steak was fired, too. The steak was fired, too. It looks like it's about split. I, I got a new program um, we're, we're, we're using a new program coming up soon. Hopefully my next week or the week after it's going to take a few weeks to get, to get it. 
Uh, shout out to Pat and Zito for helping me get it. But basically, the format I'm going to have on the screen that you're going to see is similar to Pat's show. And so we'll have a lot more things interactive on the screen for you to see, which will include a poll question, different things. So you can actually take track of the poll question. Very expensive fucking software, but um, Pat's hooking me up, so I appreciate it. Um, Shout out to Pat and the boys helping the little ones out, man, you know. Um, I don't know, dog. I don't know. Fucking tender for pups. I don't know. I just couldn't have any randoms coming up on my dogs like that. You know what I mean? My dog, yeah, my pits don't like dogs. Like, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Come on, Lisa. You got to be better than that. All right, I'm going to take some calls. Um, whoever wants to call, I got a, I got a trivia question. It's not very hard. I don't believe it's very hard. I put, the, I put it in the stream, so, so uh, call in whenever you want. I'll keep talking that talk because it's Talk That Talk Tuesday as I sip on my yak. Um, but I got a good trivia question. Real, it's not hard. I don't believe it's hard at all. I don't believe it's very hard. Um, I don't believe it's very hard. It's not hard. I King Bernie, it. first one in the chat, dog. You got to go for it. You 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 ready to get this shit right? I uh, probably won't get it right, but I'll take a stab at it. <laughs> this motherfucker's a pessimistic. Go, you gotta be optimistic, dog. All right, let me ask you this. If Hang you on a second, I was I was hearing you twice. I had oh yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. If you get it right, what do you want? You want a book? You want a poster? Or you want a hoodie? Or a t-shirt? I'll take a poster. I look good in this office. I think. You know, we hang a lot of things on the walls. In it's here. that poster right there. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I, I take one of those. All right. That comes with an autograph, though. Yeah, yeah, I'll sign it. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. It's real easy now, man. It's real easy. Here we go. Best-selling album of all time. Best-selling album of all time? Come on, dog. Something with the Beatles. I don't know. Huh? Something with the Beatles? I'm not sure. Nope. No Beatles. Who knows it? Let's see. Let's uh, hold on. Let me call. Let me ask Kyle right here, real quick. Kyle, see what's up, Coach? Hey, what's the best? What's the best-selling album of all time? Over there, while you're over there googling and shit. Shit, I'm not googling nothing, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, don't, I have no idea. Gotta take a guess, Michael, though. Is it by, by Michael Jackson? Huh? Michael Jackson? But you gotta. But it's an album. Yeah, I don't know. Why though? What's going on? What's the best album? What's the number one selling album of all time? It's probably Thriller. Bam! He got Dang. it. Good stuff. Thriller. That's an alley you from my guy right there. That's an alley you from my guy right there. <laughs> hey, Thriller. Thriller it is. And Lisa's in the chat and she said it's Beyonce. Lisa should be banned from the chat for at least two hours for saying some shit like that when you know damn well ain't nobody passing no damn thriller album in sales <laughs> thriller is the best of all time and uh hey dog why though you gotta have your own show dog everybody loves you in the garage dog 
<laughs> Your garage I see, set I'm up. I'm on the back porch now, but I appreciate everybody. I love the show more than anything. Coach. I appreciate you know, it. I'll be, be waiting for my questions. I got to get them ready. For All you. right. Well, hey, I got King Bernie here first. What's up, King? You got any questions or anything? Yeah, I got a couple questions for you. Uh, first of all, I wanted to ask about Spencer Rattler. I mean, is, is he going to be – is this going to be a comeback season for him in uh, South Carolina? Mm, I don't think so. I I don't think he is. I think I think he's overrated as shit. I don't think he's very good, to be honest. Um, what don't you like about him? I thought he kind of got shafted a little bit there in Oklahoma by, you know, Lincoln Riley a little bit. I, you know, I – you know, quarterbacks go through spurts of struggling at times. I think he struggled early and, you know, the year before he played well. So, yeah, I I don't know, man. I just think the year before he had no pressure like he had the second year being the man and being up for Heisman and all those things. I don't think he has the it factor. I just, I just really don't. I've watched him in high school and shit. I don't believe he's that guy that everyone thought he was. I thought Caleb Williams is a much better talent. And has more nuts and guts than that guy had. Um, and I just think, I don't think he has a very good fucking aura around him, like about him. I think he has some shit bird in him that's just really, really hard to coach. And I just think when you're that way and you know it all and all that type of shit, you're going to have some issues, man. And it takes one bad apple to ruin the whole fucking batch. And I think he was that bad apple. It's really, really telling when you're a leader. Because leaders are supposed to create more leaders, not more followers. And you saw him never come near the huddle when he got yanked and Caleb replaced him in that Texas game. That motherfucker was on the sideline sulking like a little bitch. And I would have booted that motherfucker because sometimes it happens. And, and I think he would have probably got his job back, even though Caleb balled out and it just showed how fucking salty he was. And then... Um, you know, you kind of see his mannerisms and shit, just like Kyler Murray. You go look at Kyler Murray uh, on YouTube if he's losing a game. Go watch what he does. Like that motherfucker is a cancer. Like, is it? I don't know. That's what. That's my take. But, um, uh, what else you have? When you're recruiting, do you look for three sport athletes, or are you looking for these guys that you know just play one sport? Um. Man, everybody likes multi-sport guys, you know what I mean? But I'll be honest, I'm a little different than everybody else, man. I, if I'm coaching football and I'm going to recruit you to play football, I'm looking for the best football player who wrestles. And that's really all I care about. You could run track, you could play basketball, cool for you. I don't really give a fuck. I, if you wrestle and you're a motherfucker, I'm going to recruit the shit out of you. If you could ball and wrestle... Wrestling is is a totally different animal when it comes to for football players that I recruit because wrestling's the only sport you're in that motherfucker by yourself. You can't tag out, you can't tag in, you can't bitch, you can't moan. It is mano e mano, and the best motherfucker leaves the mat. And football, in a lot of regards, are one on one battles that either are won or lost. And a wrestler knows how to fucking win those battles that will may, maybe get your team over the top. On that indie team, just so you know, I had a shitload of wrestlers on the team. And uh, a lot of people don't know that. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. You said what? I said I, I coached with one of the coaches on one of your indie teams. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think you fired them a couple games in. I'm, I'm wondering what the, what the status is on that. Oh, shit. Who was it? DeMarcus English. 
Demarcus English. Who I think he was an old line coach. I think he played for Western Illinois or something. I'm trying to remember who the fuck he was. He must have not been very good. <laughs> yeah, I just know that he puts that on a lot of his socials. That, you know, he coached at Indy with you. So, oh, really? A lot of yeah. people. A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. Um, I don't know. I got rid of a lot of coaches, bro. You don't even know. I probably got rid of like hundred coaches in four years. No, that's that's not even exaggeration. So. Um, yes. hey, you, for tonight, college basketball, college hoops. you know, you know what though? I think if it, if it's the guy I'm thinking of light skin brother. Yeah. Fat dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think he started smoking with my players and shit. So oh. yeah, he's lucky. I didn't choke the fuck out of him and then fire him. So yeah, that's probably him. Hey, I'll holler at you. I gotta get to my next call. I appreciate you. I, um, Boom, boom, what up? Oh, shit, Lisa's in the chat. Everybody, everybody, Lisa, join the chat. Um, What's up? Hi, guys. What up? What up? <laughs> hey, uh, Kyle, what up, dog? You were next. What's going on? What's, what's up, coach? Ah, uh, man, shit, chilling. Shit, so a couple of questions. What years did you coach at Cabrillo? What years did I coach at Cabrillo? Yeah. Um, I played with your quarterback. Which one? Kalen Price. Who? Oh, really? KP. Yeah. yeah. Where we, at? we both went to Bosco together. Oh, okay. So yeah, I coached. So I coached KP brother too. You know. Oh, Keith. Yeah. So I coached Keith since he was young. Nice. I coached yeah. Keith since he was young at Compton College. So Keith used to come to Compton College, and I used to work Keith out for years. And then um, TJ's in my chat right now. TJ played with KP with me at Cabrillo. So I was at Cabrillo from eleven to fourteen. Okay, okay. I graduated from Los Alamitos in 14. Oh, okay. You Uso? We was a, nah, I'm not Uso. Okay. We could, we could, we could, you could call me Uso for all I care. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> nah, I hear but you. So, it's not a question. I guess I got a question, but I got a story for you. So, I coached back at Los Alamitos for five years after high school. My last year out of college, I coached at Los Alamitos, and I was in study hall with a kid, and the kid came up to me and was like, Coach? I have no respect for you. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what have you done? He said, well, coach, I don't, he was bullshitting around with his friends. He was like, coach, I don't have any respect for you because you do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, what have you done? Have you graduated high school? Have you graduated college? I'm here at five o'clock PM in study hall after practice and film session. And that was the last year I, I coached because I said, these coaches are, or these players are enabled and they've learned it from their parents. And I was like, nah. I can't, I can't do no coaching, especially in Orange County, like, or at least enabled Orange County. So damn, I, I, t- yeah, I said, I can't coach no more. So I'm trying to get back into coaching, but I'm trying to coach, uh, either at Loyola or, uh, Lakewood. I grew up in Lakewood. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Lakewood high school off of, uh, Bellflower and, uh, Harvey way. Oh yeah. I know yeah. where Lakewood is. Shit. I went to Artesia yeah. dog. Lakewood was our rival. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Artesia down Norwalk Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, Pioneer and, uh, Delamo. Pioneer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. James no Harden, uh, Capono went there too. Yeah, James Harden, Capono, the O'Bannon brothers. Shit, we had a lot of cats go through there a long time ago. Um, so I guess my, my, my question is, would you consider coaching high school football again? Uh, no. But that comes with a teaching job. 
No. With tenure? No. No? Why? I've been talking, I've talked to a few schools that have teaching jobs, some tenure jobs, which is obviously more enticing, but it would have to be the best high school job on the planet, and it would have to have no fucking administration and no parents would have to ever be born. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know if I could do it. That'd be, I'd have to coach a bunch of kids without anybody else. Like, shit. Um, You need full autonomy, right? Yeah, full autonomy, dog. But, yeah, it's, uh, it is what it is. Who knows? But these kids are fucked up, man. I don't know if I could do it. I'd be fired day one. Yeah, these kids kids nowadays. I mean, I'm not too far off from generational gap. Right. I'm 26. Right. But I I grew up in Lakeway. My dad was hard hard on me. All the time, he's like, "You got big doing homework and everything like that." But yeah, right. these kids nowadays, coach, I can't do it, man. I nah, I hear it. you, brother. Hey, at least you're a younger cat that says it, so that's good, man. Hey, yeah. hey, you gotta, hey, you might be the one that needs to do it though, because it's gonna take a young yeah. cat like you to get it to, yeah. to fucking help these younger cats out because we got too many cats out there now um, that just are, are either above it, like we're too old and out of it, or. Yeah. The, the young ones who agree with the kids like your age who agree with the kids, unlike you who don't agree with the kids. So, Shoot, Coach, I'll be castrated just like you then. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Hey, right, I appreciate, coach, appreciate you, dog. It. I'm going to get to Wido. All right. All right, brother. All right, Wido, what up? Coach, man, always great to be here. So real quick, I got a question for you. When you said people are loving Wido, I got to tell you, I'm walking through work. People are like, yo, I heard you on a slap dick podcast. That's really, I'm like, oh, wait. So, you, like I said, big fan, even bigger promoter. Uh, but anyway, Coach, you. my question. I want to know if this is a, something that's coached or this is an it factor thing. When quarterbacks and the good quarterbacks, when they're dropping back and it's in the moment, when their eyes are down the field, or they have a clock in their head, is it strictly feel when they know there's a rusher coming at them, and especially a good rusher, when they, or is it strictly just focus down the field and hope you don't get smashed? Um, is it nah, a feel thing, or, or is it like... It's all feel, man. It's all feel. If you look at the rush, you're fucked. If you look at the rush, you're fucked, and you're going to be fucked up, and it's just something you can't coach. That's, a, that's the it factor. Um, right, Lisa? So like you agree with that? Up. Yeah, it's all about the it factor. Got to be able to read uh, the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa's lost. She don't know what the hell we were talking about, so I was just I know what with you're it. talking about. I do sports. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hear that. Nah, it's a fill thing. Why, though? It's a fill thing, dog. It's, it's it fact. Like I said, you got to be able to climb the pocket, do different things. So um, it is what it is, but yeah, I don't it, think it's... Because watching, it's always easy to be like, oh, man, just step up to the left, step up to the right. Yeah, it's nah. like, man, it ain't that. It ain't that, that deal. Right. It's how you are coached, too. It's kind of how you're coached. And how you are, um, you know, how people kind of look at you and, and, and fucking teach certain drills in the pocket. A lot of cats aren't teaching pocket drills anymore. Everybody's in the gun. They're trying to go fast, different shit like that. So, you know, it's kind of a fucked up deal, but it is what it is. Good question, though. Yeah. Hey, I always appreciate it, Coach. Appreciate you, brother. I'll talk to you later. What up, Lisa? Hi, JB. How are you? What's up? First of all, I want to say hi to everybody in the chat. First time caller, long time listener. Thank you so much, Brad, for pushing me to get on here. And if you make fun of me for not wearing a filter or any makeup, you're mean. So, see, no filter. Who said that, Brad? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Who said that, Brad? 
No, you make fun of me all the time. Oh, yeah. Filter, filter no deal. Filter. Yeah. Fresh face, no makeup. Just got home from work. Oh, shit. Love the podcast. Keep doing your thing. It's great. Appreciate Very you. Very entertaining. Appreciate so you. So now everybody has seen me. I don't have any makeup on, but whatever. So I wanted to talk about this pet Tinder thing. What is so wrong with having a Tinder for your dog? I think Callie could meet some friends. Let her meet puppy friends. Callie outside don't need of no friends. Callie is fixed. Callie had pups. Callie. First of all, I did not say get her a new boyfriend. I said let her meet friends. Like all she hangs out with are the two boys. Let her go out and meet some other female dogs. What's wrong with that? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't like it, but. Is what it is. Give me one second. Hold on one second. I gotta get this dog in the house. It's a real sad thing. So I guess this is my show now since you left. <laughs> I can't see anything that's been said in the chat right now. But hey guys, hey everybody in the chat. <laughs> it's now the podcast with Lisa. <laughs> JB has abandoned the show. So now it's my podcast. <laughs> I really wish I could see what you guys are saying in the chat. Sucks that I can't. Oh, my dog is here. Do you guys want to see my dog? You're cute. My little dachshund. All right, cool. I appreciate the co-hosting. Um, unlike any other show on YouTube, I get co-hosts just take over from afar. Um, we had like a fucking tornado just come through here. So all my umbrellas got ripped out. And that's why I heard some noise. And it was Ash who was underneath the umbrella. <laughs> so I had to get him out. Did you out. get him? Huh? Did you grab him? Yeah, he's right here. He's cool. That's good. See, get the dogs out. Let them meet other dogs. He's cool. You know, I got I got enough fucking dogs. Have you seen my fucking dog? You think I'm, I need more dogs? It's not for you. It's for the dogs to make friends. You have a lot of friends. It's for the dogs to make puppy friends is what I was trying to get you to understand in the chat. Wow. EJ, this ain't no dating app, motherfucker. Uh, Oh, I can't see what they're saying in the chat. I don't know what they're saying in the chat. He said, what's your Instagram? I'm like, you're not even a member, motherfucker. You ain't getting nobody's (laughs) Instagram. You motherfucker become a member. Um, Well, that feels good that he wants to get my Instagram, and I don't even have a filter on. CJB, I don't have to get on a dog app to meet people. I hear that. Well, (laughs) let me get to Drew. So I don't but agree I with you. This. I don't agree. I, I don't agree with your Tinder thing. Show. I don't agree with your Tinder call. Go back in the fucking chat. I don't agree with Tinder for Stop dogs. It. Be nice. All right. Thanks for calling. What up, brother? Hey, what up, JB? Uh, chilling, man. Hey, Drew in the house. Hey, I'm going to tell you like this real quick. You couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight, homeboy. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I must have said that. Man, you said that a lot. I said, we, me, and my, me and my girl were watching you on the TV. And I said, I said, hold up, pause. What the hell did you say? And we slowed it down. Man, you were pissed, dog. You were you were yelling at. You were cussing them out and all oh, the whole it? nine. Shit, I don't. And you said I couldn't bust a grape. You couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight, homeboy. I was tripping on that. Oh, oh my yeah, God. man. That's how I grew up. Uh, so I needed to know why, how you got that from back in the day. 
Because I'll be saying it all the time now. Now I'm looking at myself. I'm like, I don't even know where the fuck this came from. I just learned it from JV. Oh, yeah. I've been saying that my whole life, man. Uh, oh, my God. That's just things I used to say, man. I don't even know where I got it. I just got it growing up. Oh, my um, God, bro. I'd be spilling that on everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, TJ's <laughs> telling you. I used to say that shit a lot, man. That I, Amongst other things, you know. Um, that shit is funny. I just say shit, man. I don't know. It's just You know, I think a lot of cats don't realize, man. A lot of coaches out there don't realize either. When you're genuine, I think you say shit that the kids understand regardless of what you say. They right. understand the uh, intent of the term the or the phrase or the word. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right, no doubt. Coaching no the doubt. kids know, man. They they know if you're out there spitting dumb shit that don't make no sense to them, and right. people might realize, you know, like TJ, I'll tell you, I, I say some shit, you know, that I probably won't say here, but I, I used to tell TJ, I used to coach kids in the inner city using terms that they understand. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. A lot of no cats, doubt. a lot of cats don't understand that shit. Like dog, like right. you know, it's just, it's just, it's just real. It's, it's real. Di- it's just, you know, I used to tell our running backs, TJ, I'll tell you, you split your dick over his ass crack. <laughs> and you know why? Because it's real simple. So that's our backs alignment, and it's over our left tackle. So regardless of our split with our tackle, because we used to move our tackles around, um. If the running back's dick would split his asshole, then you know he knew where to go every fucking time. That is what the oh difference is. That's the difference in coaching inner city youth and at a white school, say, like fucking, you know, Newport Harbor High Newport. or some shit. Oh, That's yeah. just what it is, man. You, 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 mm-hmm. you know. It, you have to you have to show these cats by using terms and verbal and a lot of guys don't understand that shit and they never will and it's okay. It's okay. Right. You don't yeah, have to. Right, you don't right, have to. Right. But right. Uh, you, I'll take hate. I'll take hate for kids. it. But it is what it is. Right. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Man, I just wanted to tell you that you'd be talking shit. So I just had to give you something back, bro. I I've been wanting to say that shit to you for I don't know how long, but uh, that uh, shit is so damn funny. I can't get it out of my head. Uh, hey, I appreciate you, brother. I, I appreciate no you doubt, coming in man. every day, man. All love. All right, brother. Talk to you. All right. Peace. Um, TJ over here spitting out all my fucking sayings. He's telling you guys everything over here. Um, Iceberg Gerg. Oh, you want to get on contrary to belief? You better call in. You're now a member. I appreciate you being a member, by the way, Iceberg. Um, but you are correct. You are incorrect, sir. You are very incorrect, sir. Can't bust a grape in a food fight is not the correct term. That might be the correct term in Orange County or in like Boca Raton or in like fucking the Hamptons. In the hood, you relate the fruit with what you're throwing. A grape is a fruit. So you couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. So if I was throwing oranges and apples and watermelon and pineapple, and it's a, pr- it's a fruit fight. Why would I bust a grape and you're throwing steak at me, motherfucker? 
That makes no fucking sense. See what I'm just saying? I just told you I had to tell the running back to put his dick over his ass crack. So why would I say a grape in a food fight? Because then people think they could fight with fucking meat and fish and poultry. No, motherfucker. It's a grape. It is a fruit fight. See, cats ain't from where I'm from. So I appreciate you going against what I said. Um, see, I love it, man. I got Joey B. I got everybody in here now, contrary to belief. We got a contrary to belief thing going. And shit, dog, we got we got a real deal thing going on here. We got a real thing going on here. Motherfuckers is trying to correct my motherfucking ass in this motherfucking chat. How about that shit? We're two hours in and it's all good. I don't take meds, Axon Cole Jackson. But you better become a member before I block your motherfucking ass. I know that shit. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Where do you join? Come on, uh, fucking Mayweather. Um, oh, shit. So I got a birthday party Saturday. I got a couple pretty famous comedians showing up. And one of the fe- it's one of them is a female. She said, Um, oh man, she, she had to be politically correct. She's on actually Netflix and shit. And so she was like, any particular things you want me to talk about? Will there be children? Am I allowed to cuss? And I said, girl, do you know who I am? So she started laughing and, uh, she said, someone's mom might get mad or something. And I said, fuck no, there ain't no children here there. I said, please cussing only is allowed at this motherfucker. Your stand up better be all cussing. Um, um, so so anyway, um, yeah, so I'm having a little, I'm having a little get together and uh have a few i got a few big time comedians coming man um got a little dj got a little bartender we got a little fuck some things any fucking pretty females out there who would like to serve poker topless please give me a shout out let me know i'm looking for a topless poker serving lady uh i'm just fucking with you i'm i'm really not it wouldn't be a bad idea, though, at all. Um, but uh, I'm actually just kidding on that one. Please cancel culture. Slow down. Um, Ty, I don't want you to throw a wig on and be topless, dog. Okay. Sorry. Lisa, you're not going to pass. Okay. 
if I fly you out here, you're going to serve poker. Okay. And I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, Jada. Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. You know, I throw here and there. I've been locked down with these dogs and all this drama so many months now. I got to, uh, I got to have a little chill time. You know what I mean? Invite a couple friends I ain't seen in some years. Um, shit like that. So, you know, oh, real quick. Hold on. Hey, Dave. Uh, hey, Dave. Hey, listen, don't say anything inappropriate. Don't say anything inappropriate. You're on. Uh, there's a couple of hundred, couple hundred people listening to you right now as we're live. But I, I'm just going to I'm going to show the audience that's listening to me right now that I know you would answer this correctly. So how, I want you to be directly honest. Don't lie for me. Don't do anything. I want everybody in here listening. know because I just told him I said, oh, you have no idea. So Joey B came in and said he's not real sometimes like I am. And he said that the server brought him some horrible onion rings and he he didn't tell the truth because we were talking about telling the truth all the fucking time and i said uh i said oh you're a good dude and i said but you should have told them that those onion rings were fucking horrible and i said i could call my friend right now and he would tell you so let me just ask this question dave for the audience you're in this you're in the microphone you're in the microphone who is the absolute worst human being with waiters and servers and the and the actual help that you know Oh, you're, you're, you'll fucking embarrass the shit out of them, yeah. Like, anytime we go out to eat, if it's not right, I mean, if it's the smallest thing, it's hilarious, actually. But, uh, yeah, you go the fuck off. That's, oh, excuse my friends, I didn't mean to cuss, but... Oh, no, you're on my show, bro, you can cuss. So, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, no, we, we you, you're embarrassing to go out with, we always hesitate. It's like, oh, shit, here's JB, he's gonna make a scene, you know, even if the, you know, the cheese don't even look right, he'll make a scene, yeah, oh, no. I got, you know who's in the chat right now? TJ, TJ, my old, old lineman from Cabrillo. He just said, is that ports? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yes, uh, yes, we're indeed. D Dave just said, TJ, that he, I'm embarrassing to go out with. This motherfucker of all people, if you would have got the phone call that I got from this motherfucker at 3 in the morning the other night when the Rams won the Super Bowl, you would second guess the motherfucker who told me, but I'm embarrassing this motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, all right, Dave. I, I appreciate you. I'll hit you later. But yeah, um, yes, I'm very embarrassing to go out with because if you fuck me and you fuck up something, I just hold you accountable. That's all. Back to being real. I hold you accountable. So, you know, shit. Nah, iceberg. I used to do that shit. Uh, I used to be. I, I used to try to. I used to eat everything at the most expensive restaurant, and I put a hair in that shit. And I say there was hair in that motherfucker. I get a full for free. Hey, that's when you growing up, dog. You, you gotta. You gotta by any means necessary, dog. You gotta figure that shit out. You gotta figure it out. Shit, I wanted to try what I wanted to know what it was like to eat steak and lobster growing up in Compton. I said, fuck it, let's go eat some shit steak and lobster. We're gonna put a hair in that motherfucker at the end and we're gonna get it for free and get the fuck out. Shit. Joey B, even more of a reason 
to tell that motherfucker the onion rings were horrible in front of your kids. Joey B said he was with his kids, Coach Jason Brown. I said, Joey, that is when we do it. We te- we have to teach the kids. We got to teach the kids the truth now. No, you're not being nice around your kids. I I I, I get what you're saying, but you can teach respect at home and you know dignity and all those things but you can still teach them how to be truthful see what i'm saying see how i calmed down see how i lowered my voice when it comes to the babies hey i'm just being honest um become a member today subscribe um um you know Um, I'll have, let's see. Yeah, teach them young, man. Teach them up. Coach them up. You know what I mean? Coach them up. Man, I appreciate everybody. Two hours, we're two hours and... 10 minutes in. I'm going to end the audio side. Um, EJ, you just keep paying $1.99, dog. I appreciate you, but you're not a member. Fuck all that. You got to become a member. Um, Yes, I'm going to do some recipes, man. I might cook on the show one day. I might do, because I'm going to have to do some of these shows from mobile areas because I'll be doing other things. And uh, um, so I might have to, uh, you know, I might have to uh, do a few shows and I might be on the road doing them somewhere and I might have to cook or do some shit like that, you know. So I'm going to have to do that. Um, but on the audio side, I appreciate everybody on this Talk That Talk Tuesday. Make sure tomorrow is is Work Boot Wednesday, 2 p.m. on the West Coast. Make sure you're there. I appreciate everybody on the audio side, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Make sure you become a member. Subscribe to my YouTube channel today. Gabriel Whitworth just got in. He can become a member by hitting the Join button today. Uh, go to my own homepage and hit Join I appreciate everybody, and I'll talk to you tomorrow on the audio side. YouTube, stay here for the after hours as we're just getting started, and we'll take some more phone calls on the betonline.ag phone call line. Peace! Yeah, yeah. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Vice. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin gets tossed. Got the kind of action, never acting.